There we are. What is good, my dude? Ah, oh, man. Just kicking it. Having a, I had a good walk. It's a, it's a, I don't know if it's a full full moon out, but it's still like a very bright moon. Dude, I was thinking about this because, oh, did I tell you? I, 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 I was, I didn't, I didn't ever think I was going to like completely stop smoking. But like I kind of, you know, kind of got back into it a little bit and like, my thing is this, obviously don't overindulge in anything. We all know that. I mean, you could be eating vegetables and eating too many vegetables, if you get what I'm mm-hmm. saying. Like, you can literally, in a sense, still get fat. You think about fruit. Think about you know, if you just ate, you know, I mean, everybody's body type is different. But, like, at the same time, fruit is mostly sugar. So, like, you most likely would gain weight even even if you're eating, you know, something healthy. So, I'm just saying you can't overindulge in anything. What I'm saying is... I feel like that is the biggest thing with uh, 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 like anything that we get pleasure from, you know, we just overindulge in it. That's what I feel like at the end of the day. Oh, 100%, man. And like yeah. overdo it too. Yeah. Like, like a little is never enough. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Right. If we're going to, if we're going to get high, we're going to get most high. <laughs> dude uh, yeah that's the way no, that's, that's no, how i used me. to go about it man trust me that's what i'm saying like that's exactly how it used to be for me like me and my buddies like it wouldn't just be like oh let's you know let's let's get a little a little high and chill like we have to literally be as <laughs> as, yeah. as high as the sky like yeah i feel you dude that's i mean that was my walk tonight i just smoked Probably about three joints, four joints. Damn. Yeah, I would dude. be a dude. I know. <laughs> I know. I have a problem. That's my issue. Right? But I went, it was probably, I think the walk was at least an hour and 15 minutes. Oh, wow. Yeah. So do you always go on a walk every day? I do my best to go on at least one. Dude, that's great. Mm-hmm. Right, okay, and great. if I can, go on two, one in, one at some point in the day to get sun, and one at night to get moon. Dude, this thank you. Like, what what I really been wanting to explain to people, like, because I know you under understand exactly where I'm coming from, but like, I want to scientifically, like, be able to break down like how we are literally plants. There is no difference between us and plants mm-hmm. at the end of the day. If you think about it, there's really not. Because, yes, we need food, but think about it. The sun is plants' food. Like, we, we get so mixed up with food that's physical. We don't understand all the theory, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? All that's the, right. All the things that you can't see, not see, but uh, uh, physically take in that are actually food for us. Think about your thoughts. What are you feeding your thoughts? You get what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like it's it's so much deeper than than anything physical. I was just thinking about like because I've been going on more walks myself and getting as much sun as possible. And like, bro, in the black community, it's really messed up. Like, I just know so many people that like don't want to go outside and get sun like that because they don't want to get darker. Like, so so many things are just so little, but. 
at the same time, it's really big because the mm-hmm. powers that be know. But if you really think about it, if everybody try to get as much sun as possible, they're going to tell you the cancer rates are going up, but I promise you they know that they're really going down. I mm-hmm. promise you. So I'm telling you, like, we need the sun. Literally. Like, there's no way. There would be no life. There would Literally. be no life. So, like, I've been thinking, like, if the sun gives life to everything, how do we think we can just stay at the house of the day and not get the sun and feel charged up and feel like ourselves and be walking our best path? We're not getting our uh, essential food like a plant needs it because we have evidence. 100%, man. That's why, like, you know, they talk about even, like, vitamin DC. That's what we get. That's what the – that's, you know, like how – okay, so uh, the process within plants is photosynthesis, right? Yeah. Yeah. Right? And our process is what? We eat food, right? We don't look at it from a whole perspective of what we absorb. Yeah. To what we, um, how we absorb it and all of the purposes of what's happening and going on. Mm-hmm. Right? Like we have such a very small outlook on it, right? Like I was thinking, this is kind of an aside, but completely like on board with what we're talking about so take for example an apple Mm -hmm. that's a one-dimensional outlook on an object yeah because it's not just an apple and somebody else who speaks a different language may have a better understanding of what the piece of of what what is in my hand right like the object that I call an apple, that person may have a better, deeper understanding, but because they speak a different language and have a different explanation for it, I may think that they don't understand what the fuck I'm talking about. And on top of that, think that I have the superior understanding and the only understanding. And what I want to make people have is my understanding in their language. So I'm going to force my idea of an apple on them and make them change their way. Isn't it the same thing with religion? Say you were a, a, a Hindu and say I was Christian. Will, mm-hmm. will we probably be friends? Probably not. It's the same thing. It's the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. Just trying to force something on somebody. That's In a right. sense. You know, like, I don't know. I just feel like so many things are just like overlooked. Like, Really look at religion. If religion really brought us together, there wouldn't be how many different 52? They don't even know how many religions there are. There's so many they don't even know, really. Yeah. And then like, there's religions within religions. Exactly. I don't know. That's true. Right, like, cat- category within category within cat. Just sub subcategorizing the same thing. You know what I'm saying? Just categorizing everybody. Like, we don't need to be in more categories. That's not what we need. That Exactly, right? And what exactly is a religion? Yeah. Like, that again is, exactly. is, you know, like, first and foremost, a word. So a word is 
um, a container for a bunch of other words. Yeah. Right. And so, like, here's the fucked up thing about that is in order to understand what one word means, you have to understand what more words mean. Yeah, that's true. So in order to understand what those words mean, you have to understand what more words mean. Mm -hmm. And it's a never ending cycle of trying to understand what we're trying to like describe. Mm -hmm. Right. Like religion, religion's a container for a whole bunch of words that try and give you an emotional response. Yeah. That's what it is. Right. Right. When, when I, when someone says to you, I'm Christian or I believe in Jesus, what they're doing is trying to get an emotional response out of you that if you align in the same way, you're going to have an amazing time. But if you don't align in the same way, it's not going to be as fun for either of you. Mm -hmm. Right. And, you know, like that's how we go about life. A big thing I'm trying to do is really like, because it's something that we do so like, so like unconscious, subconscious, like just stop judging people, situations, stop judging even myself, you know, mm-hmm. like, just trying to drop judgment and a lot of other things too. Like I'm always trying to work on myself, you know, but um, that's a big thing I've been trying to really do is really just drop judgment. Mm-hmm. I'm really no better than anybody at the end of the day. Because how was, like the teddy bear, like, let's go back to what, like the analogy that you put. The little kid that gets a teddy bear taken from them, it might not be little, it might be little to us, but it's huge to them. You know? So, I just feel like, I don't know exactly what I'm trying to say. Nah, dude, I feel you. There's, a movie called Citizen Kane that's basically, I haven't totally seen it, but, and, and like, I'm going to butcher this because I did not pay attention in film school, but basically, um, I think that what happens is on his deathbed, he says a word and you're trying to figure out what that means. And it's a childhood memory and it takes him back to an emotional time in his life where basically, in a sense, he decides who he is and from that moment forward decides all of his actions. Mm, wow. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what happens. So that little kid whose teddy bear gets taken, if that doesn't get rectified, like think about this. Okay. Think about the psychological impairment that this does to kids. Um, don't trust strangers. What is a stranger? Somebody that you don't know. So basically don't trust anyone you don't know. Mm-hmm. Right. So go with me on this one. As you get older, that gets reinforced more and more and more. Mm -hmm. Don't trust people you don't know. So it never gets reversed, though. Right? Like, it never gets... um, The conditioning never gets uh, taken out of us. Right? Where it says, okay, now that you're an adult, you can try and figure out whether or not you can trust people. Yeah. Because, like, are people really that scary? Think about it. Everybody, for the most part, has at least one or two friends, even sociopaths. Dude, people don't understand, like, 
we are we are nothing. I'm, and I'm saying it like from like our physical self. If you look at like spiritual beings, like how they actually look, because I've seen them with my own two eyes. Like I've seen the spiritual realm. Like no, like nothing that we think is actually scary is really to me. If you saw it firsthand, it'd be completely different. Like if you saw this, if you if you saw something physical compared to seeing something that was just on the spiritual side that didn't have any form or really shape, that in itself is just, I guess it was just mind-blowing to me because, like, I wasn't used to seeing that. But at the same time, it's like, it's like, I don't know what I'm trying to say. It's like a whole different spectrum, like, that I feel like we forget is really there because everything has a spiritual importance, a spiritual um, signature or something. That's deeper than the physical, I guess. So, mm-hmm. well, one hundred percent, right? Like, I think, yeah, man, that's. It's like if we can see people's spiritual self, like their actual soul. That's and that's why these bodies are such, such a a cover up, a mask. Like our body's a mask, literally. Mm-hmm. You can't really. You can feel how somebody is. You can feel the vibes and be an empath, but like, you don't tell who somebody is from their body. You think about it. That's just a disguise. Well, here's here's an interesting way to look at it. Okay, let's say that spirit is separate, and let's say body are separate, right? And let's say that our understanding of existence is based on the connection between body and spirit. Right. And so what's happening is spirit is decoding what is going on in the body. Right. So emotion is something that the body feels, but it's spirit trying to decode what is happening, much like how we try and decode what's happening with trees or any other type of science. Right, and that's what's happening is um, spirit is is decoding what is what the body is going through. Yeah. Right. So as we bump along in life, spirit gets a little bit better at decoding all of these things, but we don't know that that's what's happening. So we just grow to the identify like as as if it's our identification. But really, when it comes down to it, we are, in general, a bystander in this whole experiment. Yep. We're along for the ride. And once we understand that maybe, just maybe, the body should have somewhat of a say in the direction that it's heading. And that it's on us not to dictate and guide where it goes, but to understand why it wants to go in the direction that it wants to go in. Hmm. We try and control it too much because we don't think we've lost the importance of what the body is. Without the body, you don't get to exist. Yeah. True. Right? And it's almost as if Two entities are trying to control the same thing. Yeah. Right? And we get in the way trying to control 
this experiment that's happening. Right? And if we just sort of let it happen and observed it and just went with the experience, right, but continued to do the achievements in the game. Right? So, like, there'll be achievements that come up or, you know, like, not achievements, but, like, um, activities or whatever it is that you need to do um, and complete to unlock the next level of your life. And once you get those unlocked, you get to move on to the next part. Mm-hmm. Difficult part about that is, and this is why most people don't move on to the next part of the game, is they have to say goodbye to the old part of the game. Right? And that includes the characters of that old part as well. Mm-hmm. Hope that's making sense. Yeah, no, I, I agree 100%. We're creatures of, of habit. So obviously mm-hmm. we're going to do the same thing, you know, over and over again. If if it's what we're used to, if it's your old self, you're not trying to do it. You're programmed to. Mm-hmm. And we programmed ourselves to do it. Oh, exactly. So, like, with the spirit in the, the body, like, with me taking cold showers, like, because I've been doing that for, like, 30 days or something now. I mm-hmm. see you like your spirit your spirit does not want to be contained. And that's beautiful. That's beautiful to know. Because what does that mean? It doesn't like to be in a fucking box. That shows you our true self does not like to oh, just think of this, just think of uh, spirituality, religion, or just it's anything, trying to box anything in, just trying to box you in, trying to put your 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 your, your consciousness in a box. That's not what your spirit likes. And, and the reason I know this is because, like, whenever you, whenever you do take a cold shower, it's like your spirit literally just gets thrown into your body. Mm-hmm. Like, so think about that. <clears throat> if it just gets thrown into my body because I'm so awake, I'm so there, aware, because there's no way. You're taking a cold shower. You're not thinking about anything except the cold. Mm-hmm. There's no way. So, like. That just shows me my spirit wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't where it was before I was in this cold shower, like with my body, I'm saying. Like it was more so free flowing. Now we're just kind of throwing into my body. Like mm-hmm. be be aware right now. Don't just be kind of in the sky, you know, with your, with your mind kind of, you know, when you're not fully just oh, oh, there, just in the moment. Like, so like I said, it just shows me like your spirit is always trying to get out of your body. Like look at astral projecting, like, or just things like that. I feel like our spirit, our soul is always trying to leave the body. And it makes sense. It knows it has no density. So it really does make sense that it just, it wouldn't always want to just stay inside your body every second, you know, every minute of the day or every single second and make you. Uh, uh, um, what am I trying to say? To I guess I don't know what I'm trying to say with that, but mm-hmm. I just saw with cold showers how our spirit is not so there or here or anywhere that we really think it is. It's really not. I, I truly feel this. This is what I think. You know, nobody has to obviously think the other way, but I think that our spirit 
is the one that is consciously um, simulating this body. I truly feel like it. I truly mm-hmm. feel like it. At the end of the day, I really do. Because I see how whenever your spirit isn't really there, or you're not really there, how your body reacts or how, how, how you are. Whenever your spirits get thrown into it via cold shower or anything else that just puts you in such a waking state, it shows you like however much you thought your spirit was just there in your body, it wasn't fully there. You have to, that's why I'm saying, I feel, I feel like we're supposed to take cold showers. Honestly, like I, I, at the end of the day, I'm not saying everybody should, but I feel like that's our natural state. Why? Because if we lived in nature, like we know we're supposed to, how could we be as alert and as attentive taking hot showers? There's no way. There's no way. Like, so. Mm-hmm. And like, so there's so many other things with cold shower. Like, it, it goes actually really deep. Like, it goes as deep as like cold showers. Like, I've seen things, and it does make sense. Like, it cleanses your aura more, in a sense. And, like, how, and it makes sense because what it does is the cold shower makes all your organs, it literally makes your whole circulatory, like, your whole body work a lot better because it makes your blood circulate to the top of your skin. It literally forces blood outwards. Instead of whenever you take a hot shower, the blood goes inwards, which that can cause a lot of health problems. Your, your blood's actually supposed to be going outwards toward the top of your skin to give you the most warmth and heat. If you think about it, that's what that's what we would want. You want your, your blood to be circulating and trying to go outwards to get, you know, the top layer of your skin warm. So, like I said, there's so many things, but like... I feel like, like we always talk about, you have to have your own self as an experiment. Like, you really have to experiment yourself because you can figure out so much just using yourself. Like, but you have to do it first, though. Mm-hmm. Whatever it is, you have to do it. Well, you got to put in the work. Yeah. Right? And that's the tough part, right? Is people aren't natural experimenters. Mm-hmm. Right. And they don't they don't consider because they're not on the same level. They don't consider the same stuff that you consider. Mm-hmm. Right. So they just think it's a gimmicky, foolish thing to do. Now, I've been experimenting going on and off with like cold showers and warm showers. So I get what you're saying. Like there are differences in my day of like cold shower to warm shower. Right. And like how I start is I just like. I followed what you said. I warm up my body, like in the shower, open the pores. Mm-hmm. And then what I do is I gradually turn down the heat in like small little stages. Mm-hmm. So like I'll go to like half the temp and it'll be like a lukewarm temperature. And then like once my body gets a little bit used to it, like not too much, but like that crossover, I'll turn it to, to cooler and eventually it'll be, like, as cold as it can get. Oh. Right? But it still feels warm. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's, that's what I was about to say, actually. 
um, not trying to cut into what you're saying, but like me taking them for, like I said, about 30 days, whenever I take them now, like it's to the point where the first 15, 30 seconds is always the same. It's cold. But like after that, it, it really gets to the point where I'm so used to it. It's not really cold. Like I, like I know it's cold, but it's like my um I was watching the video, it's called your atomic nervous system. It's like that has gotten so strong that like it's not even that cold anymore. Whenever I'm telling you when I first started taking cold showers again, because I've been taking them like whenever I lived in my own place um back when. But um when I got back, like I was shivering at first. And now I'm fine. It just shows me if if you just slowly and keep pushing yourself, your nervous system, your 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 extremities like that, you'll get it, you'll reach a breaking point. And after you go through that breaking point, that glass door, there's light at the end of the tunnel. I'm mm-hmm. telling you, truly, because like I just see it. Like I see it firsthand with cold showers, like I'm just like I can take them and it's nothing to me like and it it's so mental like I see how like in other things in my life like how it that just that just helps me even doing what you what you did slowly going to the cold is better than not doing it at all why because I'm telling you it works your atomic nervous system and that needs to be strong like and that's what I'm saying this is we get so caught up in thinking it's this or it's that or it's this. I've been thinking, I've been thinking this for like weirdly like a month too, ever since I've been taking cold showers. Like everything is deeper than we think. Like you could be the biggest buffest dude, either, you know what I'm saying? But you can't take a cold shower or you can't do this. What I'm saying is we, we think that everything is so strong. We don't know what about your nervous system. What about things like that? Are those strengthened? What about your mind? So like mm-hmm. everything is so much deeper than we then I feel that we can ever understand truly because I feel words you'll never fully get the full explanation, the full understanding with words at the end of the day. At the end of the day, I, feel, I truly feel like you can because it only paints to a certain extent because if you think about it, there really is not a word for everything because if there was, we would have been to the bottom of the ocean. You know what I'm saying? Like not everything is even discovered in this world. So everything doesn't have a name. So like, what if something doesn't have a name? Like, what are you going to, you're going to just make up a name. You know what I'm saying? Cause you don't even know how to explain what it is. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, there's not just, like, a general understanding that we have as people that that's not just words. Like. Yeah, we haven't grown those abilities. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Or, and, and like I said, even tried. Mm-hmm. I feel like until, I feel like that's another thing. Until we start trying to be telepathic again, try and open up different senses more than our five. Like, well, what about I, this? What about this? What about like, okay, 
So I was listening to this book called the, I think it's, oh, fuck, The Hidden Life of Trees. Mm-hmm. And what it's about is, um, and well, it just talks about these different things that we don't really notice and know about trees, but it's going on. And it's wild once you get into it, um, but really boring too. And, um, but this one section was on communication and they were talking about like the, the author talks about like, do trees communicate? And the guy basically says, yes, it just doesn't communicate in the same way that we think communication happens. So how trees communicate is through scent and taste. Imagine that. Imagine human beings being able to communicate with each other through the sense of taste and smell. We only do it through sight and sound. Exactly. Right? And like some other ones, like um, touch is probably the third main one. But we don't really communicate. Like we don't know how to control ourselves to the degree that we know willingly how to release certain pheromones that say certain things to other people that we just we haven't gotten there yet yeah and that's what I'm saying that we are plants and and that's what I'm saying like that goes right into what I'm saying we don't even connect like plants connect that's how we were supposed to that exact same way. So mm-hmm. it's just so many lost abilities that we don't even think or know that we have. Why? We're not exercising them. We're not trying to get them. We're not trying to do them. We're settling with words. We settle. Well, and and we exercise ignorance more than we exercise awareness. Yeah. Right? Most people would. Here's, here's a scary thing, dude, is a lot of people aren't aware of what they're not aware of. Mm-hmm. And they're not aware of how a lot of simple things, that if they became aware of those simple things, a lot of other things can be made more aware of. Like they could be, become more aware of certain things. Now, here's the tricky part. A lot of people are also not aware of what they are subconsciously aware of. And that has to do with, um, like, knowing that it takes a long time to learn anything, really, when it comes down to it. And we know that subconsciously. But we don't necessarily really know that physically, but that's what deters us from really wanting to do anything new. Is that it takes so much longer to learn it than we think. It's an investment. Exactly. And like, that goes so much deeper than we think to what you just said. Like, why don't we, why don't we still have that drive to learn new things and do new things? Because everybody's the same. We're all fucking robots. We just follow each other. I'm telling you. Nobody wants to be unique. Nobody wants to do 
what they're really called to do. We want to settle. We all literally, I feel like one of the biggest problems in society is just settling for people, settling for things, for anything less of what you know, what you, what's, what's for you. Because what's for me isn't the same for you. Mm-mm. It's not the same for anybody. Mm-mm. It shouldn't be. Yeah, exactly. It shouldn't be. So, at the end of the day, we just settle, you know? And I mean, yeah, it's ignorance. It's ignorance. It's ignorance at the same time because people don't want to wake up. People don't want to open their minds. People don't want to try new things, experiment new things, work on themselves, lose weight, you know, try to lose weight. Like, I don't know. Nah, dude, you're, you know, like you're onto something just, there, though. It's just like, at the end of the day, it is our fault. That's the biggest thing. We have to take accountability and say, at the end of the day, it's our fault. It's my fault I got with this girl. It's my fault this. It's my fault that. Because that actually strengthens you. Because I feel like the more accountability you can take, the less mistakes you're going to keep making. Well, it's... And again, deeper than that, right? Like, you can you can say, oh, I, I, it's my fault that I got into the relationship with that person. But... What does that do, really? That lets, what is that? Like, is that just a get-out-of-jail-free card? Like, do you not have to, like, learn anything about it? No. You I can acknowledge like... shit, right? But, like, what we don't... What we want to avoid and why we don't like to take acknowledgement of stuff is because learning is involved and because it's about not doing what we did again. So, like, the next time that you get into a spot where you're with a lady that makes you feel the same way. Mm -hmm. It is on you to get out of that relationship quicker. Mm. And to start seeing those signs sooner so that you avoid those chicks in general to the degree, to the degree of this, even making a pact with the planet that says, Hey, can you guide other types of women into my life instead of this? Right? And then as the planet starts to show you other types of women, choose that direction instead of the one that you're used to picking. Hmm. Right? Our actions reinforce our thoughts in our head. Right? So the more that we choose what we choose, the more the planet's going to give what it wants, like that we want it to give. Mm-hmm. So we could be saying, oh, I want out of this relationship and the planet continues to provide ways to get out of the relationship. But we don't leave. Oh, yeah, exactly. So the planet is confused. It's saying it's reading your thoughts and your emotions, and they both say, I want to leave. But the physical side of things is saying, no, we're going to stay. And at some point, the planet's going to say, you know what? Fuck this. I don't have time to continue 
to create options for you. And you're just going to be eventually stuck in a pattern until you yourself grind your way out of it. But you cannot blame, like, it's, um, there's a joke. It's a, like a Christian joke or something like that. And I think even, like, possibly Christians say it too. And it's this, like, let's go with, like, flood. So there's a flood happening, and there's a man on his roof, and he's just like, um, uh, fuck. He, he, he yells out to God, and he's just like, if you send something to rescue me, I will be the best Christian ever, blah, 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 blah. You know, like, makes pact with God. Like, prays like he's never prayed before. And all of a sudden, this um, piece, I'm, I'm going to change it up a bit. Uh, this piece of wood just drifts by. And he lets it drift by. And he's just like, um, he, he prays again. He's just like, um, all I need is a, uh, a sign and I'll, and I'll go and, and, and blah, 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 blah. And all of a sudden, this dude in a speedboat shows up. And he's like, yo, dude, you want to, uh, you want to come and get off, you know, like get off your roof and let's go. And the guy's like, no, 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 no. God's sending me something. It's okay. God's going to rescue me. So the guy's like, all right, man, suit yourself. Peace is out, goes away. Man prays again and says, God, if you only send, like, if you only rescue me, blah, 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 blah. A helicopter comes and the man sends the helicopter away because God's going to save him. Man eventually dies. Gets up into heaven, meets God, and says, how come you didn't rescue me? And God says, I sent you three things, but you never took any of them. Mm. And that's human beings in like a nutshell. Right? They pray and they pray and they pray. And the planet gives and it gives and it gives because it's listening. But people are looking for something that is like two eyeballs staring down instead of, like, a heartbeat pumping consciousness up. Mm-hmm. Right? So we miss the opportunity of seeing everything that the planet provides mm-hmm. in the way that we think and the way that we feel. That is what's asking the planet to provide for us. If we notice that, we start, like, I guarantee you, dude, Every single time you ask to be out of that relationship, no matter how big or small it was, there was an avenue that presented itself. Mm-hmm. And you didn't take it. And the planet was like, huh, does he really mean this? Exactly. I agree. Right. I agree, man. Like, it's just one of the things, attachment. It's just, especially like, obviously, with a companion, you build with that person, you have soul ties. So you have a certain level of attachment that you have to, like you said, slowly cut off, not just sever. It has to, you know, be slowly cut in a sense, I feel like, because if you just I know, I feel like it's like quitting an addiction. Like, yes, you can just cold turkey, 
but at the same time, like it's the even even if you quit something, what if you still think about it all day long? Are you really over it? Even mm-hmm. if you're not doing it, you get what I'm saying? Even if you're not, you're still putting a fearic mental energy towards it that you if you keep doing that, you might go right back because you're still thinking about it just all Odds day. Are you are gonna go back. Exactly, you are gonna go back. Now see it like this, okay? So imagine you're going in a straight line, right? To the degree that you don't have to do anything and you're going to continue to go in this straight line. Mm-hmm. Now, let's say that the straight line stops being enjoyable or fun. And you know that what you really want is to be to the left a little bit more. Mm-hmm. So you start to veer to the left a little bit more and you get to taste what is to the left and you really, really like it. But because it's so new and because you're so used to going straight in the other way, that straight line continues to pull you back like a car that's out of alignment. Right? And it's going to try and continuously pull you back, back, back into your old programming because that's what the fuck you know and that is what's comfortable. Yep. Right? And so it is our job to create a new straight line until that line becomes straight. And we have to be diligent about it on going, no, this is what we're going to do. We're going to continuously, like, drawing. Drawing sucked, man. Drawing sucks for the first year. At least. Maybe even first year and a half. Like, it's only slowly becoming enjoyable. Right? But, you know, every single time I knew that as I was drawing, I was going to break free and break through somewhere. Yeah. That's all it is. Right? Like, it's really when it comes down to it it's more than just relationships it's the relationship that you have with yourself and it comes down to whether or not you want to be the champion and hero of your life yeah right because it really doesn't matter what you do as long as you find a way to do it like you could after covid Decide, fuck this, I'm going to get out of here and leave and go to Europe. And just live in Europe for five years. And as long as you can figure out how to do it, who gives a shit? Right? Like, we have such a one-dimensional way of thinking about how we're supposed to live. If you have a good imagination, you have more dimensions to use. It's because we follow each other. Like, at the end of the day. We're too afraid we not to. And like I said, like, it's little things. Like, it's little things as little as, like I just said, with, in the black community, we don't, as a majority, we don't like the sun. And what I mean is, like, because, like, we don't want to, we don't want to be darker for some reason. It's like this paradigm that like we should be lighter. Like we shouldn't 
get any darker whenever at the same time, why does it matter? Mm-hmm. Who are you trying to impress? Who do you got to impress to look lighter for? That's, that's what I thought. Like, why would I not be in the sun as much as I can? Like, who cares if I get darker? Mm-hmm. Who do I have to impress? Exactly. That's what it is. So, like I said, it, it can be little things that are just holding us back because we're comparing ourselves. We're trying to be like this person because this person, oh, this person did this and got this fame and rich and, and, and happiness and everything. So this is exactly what you need to do. Like, we follow these formulas. Exactly. Follow this formula. Come on now. Without considering that shit evolves. Exactly. Like, people do not people do not think the same way as they did two thousand years ago. Yeah, even even ten years ago. I mean, even yeah. ten years ago. God. So, so what so, is that? That's an evolution of thought, right? Exactly. Yeah. So that's got to mean something. Right, that evolution happens over time, mm-hmm. and when you don't have those middle periods, or those middle periods are like, think about ages. Think about the ages that were really important to you, right? So for me, more than likely, age three, age six. Possibly age nine, but if not age nine, like age 12 or 13 and age 18. But there's many ages in between that that I just didn't give a fuck about. And those are states of like growth and like all of those things that we don't need to remember because they're so mundane. But they got us from A to B. And A is one thing and B is a complete other thing. And it's, you know, like, we don't see everything in between that connects the two. Mm-hmm. So, we don't really put in the effort to understand why that's important. Because it is. Yeah, at the end of the day, I mean, we just, it's easier said than done, but I mean, we just have to put in the work. I mean, at the end of the day, like, nothing is going to be done for us. This is what we fail to remember. God, the most high, whatever, you know, so whatever word you want to put on it, exactly what, like, kind of like you just said, with the man being sent three things, with three people trying to help him, like, Nobody's going to save us. You have to save yourself. You have to do it. You have to put in the work. Because nothing external is actually saving you. Yeah. You know, it's all internal work. It's all internal. I've seen it firsthand. I've seen firsthand the, the type of women, like the type of women you attract, it's all the inner work you do. I've seen it firsthand. Whenever I was off my, off my pivot, 
in life, the women I attracted, compared to being on my purpose mm-hmm. every day, having all these disciplines, the women I attract. It's just like you just see when you do inner work, like that inner work literally manifests. Like, yeah. Well, see, it's an interesting thing. I think human beings in general like the idea of height, right? Like we, we dig tallness and whatnot and, or size, right? Right. We like size. Size is impressive. Small, big, as long as there's size, right? So if you're continuously working on yourself, you're stretching yourself, you're gaining size. And some people notice that and some people don't. A lot of people who, there's a lot of beautiful women out there that barely spend any time on their inside. So you can see that. So with my ex, and, 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 and what is that? Really what you just said? What does that mean? Not spending time? They don't spend time alone. Mm-hmm. So many people don't really spend time alone or really know themselves. Yeah, they don't get enough alone time. With like, like they don't get enough quality alone time, so that they understand what having what quality time is, and exactly. so they spend they fill most of their time with stuff that lacks quality. Like think about it this way: imagine there's one food source that gives you all the nutrients you need, and you'll feel like you'll you you won't necessarily feel full, but you won't feel hungry. Mm-hmm. Pack, pick up what I'm, what I'm putting down, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, imagine trying to, you know, like sell that to people and saying, hey, you only need to take this. And, and, and so they eat it and they're just like, I'm not full. And you're like, but are you hungry? And they're like, that's not the point. I like feeling full. Now, that same person would believe that what matters most is feeling full and thus they would eat nutrient after nutrient after nutrient but never get exactly what they need. Right? Most people do that. Most people overfill themselves with nutrients they don't need and don't absorb enough in all areas of their life. Right? And so that's the way that I that's the way that I see it. Does that make sense? Oh yeah. Right? Like Fuck, now I lost train. Fell off my <laughs> I fell off my board. Ways, man, you know to come right back. I know, man. Nowhere. Just a drop in the ocean. Just drop. Dude, okay, since we since we crashed, here's another um subtopic that I really think human beings need to look into because I think we are either in it, crossing over into it, or it's about to begin. Mm-hmm. So at the turn of the century, there was like the industrial age. Mm-hmm. And at the turn of this century, 
there was the information age. I think we've jumped again. And I think that we have entered into the technological age. Mm -hmm. And we are about to see leaps and bounds in technology. Yeah. And people will disagree with me because they don't quite understand what's going on because they don't have all of the information. They only have like chapters one, seven and 15. Right. Whereas, you know, like, um, so let's say that 5g is more of a survival of the fittest type situation and that generations underneath of us and generations underneath of us will, um, be absolutely okay. It's just those that are alive now that are going to struggle with it because they don't have the strength to be able to deal with everything that's going to happen. Mm. Right? So I'm not necessarily saying it's a good thing. I'm not necessarily saying what I'm also about to say is a good thing. But I'm just saying, let's say that a vaccine comes out that uh, inserts a chip into your body. Nanotechnology that is organic material that forms properly with your body. That then allows us to send text messages to each other via our thoughts. They're going to do it because, I mean, I know what I know. Like, I know they can read our thoughts like a book. I know it. It's obvious. It's obvious. Like, and this, and that's this is what I'm saying. That this is so it goes so deep. Like, think if we're all trying to revolutionize against the government. We're all trying to come together. Think if they already knew before it was going to happen a year. How they were just reading our thoughts. Yeah. So like we wonder how are they always a step ahead. How are they all? They just have data. That's all it is. All well, there's... we are is walk. If you know, I'm I'm just saying. At the end of the day, all we are is data. At the end of the day, metadata. What? what mm-hmm. Who are you? What do you like? What? What don't you like? What triggers you? What doesn't trigger you? So let's try and make this start trick. You know what I'm saying? Like they have so much data on us that, like, I'm telling you, it's it's really insane. If you really think about it, if you knew, if we knew how much that they know about us that we didn't even think that they knew, we'd be blown away oh yeah it's a lot blown but like there's um think of it think of it also in this way too though like we're looked upon as cattle oh yeah and cattle doesn't get to decide where it goes it's guided in directions but still made to think that they're making choices exactly human beings think that they're making all of these choices for themselves Exactly. But they're being guided to do this. So, you know, like, it's, it's, it's going to be some interesting times that we're heading into. A lot of, <clears throat> a lot of choices. Like, dude, I might have to take a vaccine now to travel to go see my mom in the United States. 
or to go see anyone in the U.S. Yeah. I mean, I just saw something that um, in the United States is only in the U.S. as of right now, but the dude was saying it's going to be everywhere um, if they if they can push it like that, if they can get it to. With this COVID, they're trying to push some new bill or something. And weirdly, the bill is called like 666 or something like that. I don't know why, but it's like that's obviously some symbolism right there. But what it is is they can come in your house and like test people and test like, do you have symptoms, fever, cold, um, you know, just just any symptoms of having the virus. And if you do, they're going to have you get tested. And like the dude was saying, we all know these tests are false positives. Mm-hmm. You can have false symptoms, but it comes back positive. So how? So at the end of the day, like we have to be smart and we have to play this game right because it's at the end of the day, this is chess. This is a game. That's all you have to play the game right. That's all it is. Because if you play it wrong, I mean, you could end up dead if you play it wrong. But if you play it right, it's not that in a sense. This body's not going to pass, but you can get out of life what you wanted. Not like you just said, have them control your life the whole time. You actually control your life. Do what you want to do. So I just feel like we always have a choice. At the end of the day, we choose. Mm-hmm. So. Very much so. Mm-hmm. Right, and it's gonna be like those those um, people coming into your house. Like my worry with all of that shit is that they're going to be able to like take you away. That's what they were saying, exactly. Oh, That's you're exactly sick. You need to come with us. Exactly. It doesn't matter if it's kids, grandparents, mom, dad. They are trying to dismantle families. Yeah. And really think why. Why is all this being pushed 2020? The year of the veil being lifted, 2020. Good vision. Being able to see Mm -hmm. through deception. So why are they trying to dismantle us this year? Knowing that we can, everybody's starting to wake up. That's why. Like, it's literally, that's literally why. Like, sometimes we overcomplicate things. That is why they cannot have us all together in all congregating with everybody having some level, because that's what it is. Everybody doesn't have to be fully awoke, but if we all held some level of awareness, they would have no power, and they know it. They would have none, because we all there, there's a general generalized level of awareness that's so high that through this level, we already see through all the bullshit. You don't have to know everything but you know enough that, you know, you can see through all the BS, all the things they're trying to keep us ignorant in. So that's all it is. Divide and conquer. Mm-hmm. If they can divide your household, you don't think that that's doing so much mentally to us? What would that do mentally if your spouse, they had to take her away? Bro, what? Mm-hmm. Your kid had to take your kid away now. What? Bro, you're going <clears> to... <throat> People are going to die. Thank you. They're taking them off to be killed. This mm-hmm. is for real. Like, we really have to wake up. They're not playing. Like, they're really trying to, like, exterminate us. Like, bugs. Like, we are not bugs. We can't... 
you know, you can't just exterminate us. And, like, and willingly giving up consent to do this. Exactly. Like, exactly. like lambs to the slaughter, man. Mm-hmm. Right? People are willingly putting themselves into a death sentence. Mm-hmm. For their beliefs on this idea that was do you want like the easiest way to control people is to convince them that they need to be controlled exactly it's reverse psychology I always think one of the biggest things they use is reverse psychology and that's exactly what you just said Mm -hmm. they get you to think you need to be controlled we need leaders we need we need the police because anarchy that's all of what they think. Yeah. All what they want you to think. So you're just agreeing with the system. You're not going to go against them because you think this is how it should be. Like, no, nah, we have to wake up. We have to. Like, I think about this all the time. Like, until we have our own rules, our own jurisdiction, our own food supply, that has nothing to do with the government. Nothing. We won't mm-hmm. truly have anything that's ours. I'm telling you. At the end of the day, like, we really won't because they're not going to let up. They'll never let up. They won't just be like, oh, okay, we'll, we'll start feeding people healthy food and, you know, telling people to go holistic. Like, they're never going to do that, and we know it. So are we going to stand up or just mm-hmm. keep letting it Because <clears throat> they will never let up. <clears throat> no, man. Yeah. And, like, how is that any different than Pablo Escobar? Or any mobster that is mm-hmm. running a, a portion of a city. Mm-hmm. Right? You know, like, pushing police on people saying they're security, but, like, is no yeah. different than, than pushing goons on people who have, like, you know, clubs and guns and shit that say, you know, like, you owe us this shit. Or, you know, like, we're going to do this. Just like how cops are like, show me your ID. Exactly. Like, they no. just wear different. They just wear different costume than, right, than the gangster. Man. They just wear and, a different costume. And who's to say that the mob didn't get into government at some point? Oh yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Like everything is connected. Think about it. Think about this. This is gonna blow your mind because it makes so much sense. How did all those guns get in all those areas? Where people can't even buy guns. Think about it. Right. Really think. They were fucking placed there. How the fuck did all these people, all these people are felons. All these people in gangs, 90% of them are felons. So none of these people could walk into a gun store and get a gun? How the fuck do they have more guns in all these attachments than people in the military? Exactly. It's not just because people they know. No, they placed them there. Same thing with the government and the mob in this. It's all connected, but they make it like, oh, no, we're going after the people in the mob or going after these people knowing they work hand in hand. You know, there's gangs that work with the government, but they want you to think they're going after them. They're not really. They're just going after the people they want to. But Mm -hmm. the higher ups, they all work together. They all work together, but they make it seem like that's who they're going after. So, 
it's just so much like BS, lies, deception, like, and that's what I'm saying. We have to literally come together as one. Because at the end of the day, until we come together as one and try and build communities ourselves, it's just going to be hard for us to really have control over what we really want to. Like, I feel like how we used to back in the day, like thousands of years, 2,000 years ago, like it wasn't just life in general wasn't like it is now. Like, no, no, man. I feel you. We just had to come together and really, really want to change because they're never going to give up. And all these people nowadays just give up. People don't even, people don't even feel like we could come against the government or try and come together because, oh, we have no power because you say that. We do have power, but we have to come together. Like, I'm telling you, this is for real. We think it's just a game. Like, if we could see the mass scale of what they're doing, everybody would be together tomorrow. Mm-hmm. But we can't see it. We think, oh, the government just does this. Let's just do this. The government is the biggest drug dealers that there is, the biggest killers, the biggest everything. People are in suits or doctors, right? Mm-hmm. Exactly. So how are they in jail? Well, government government is a mass. Government's like a front for people to be able to do things. Exactly, because they're exact. That's their protection. Yeah. Exactly. Cops, military, all of that stuff. They do it by force. It's extortion. Exactly. Right, and they force human beings to act a certain way. And if you act against that way, well, you know, then, then we start throwing words out like terrorist. Mm-hmm. But, you know, like, think about it this way. What is it? Like, what's a racist? Someone that, according to people, is against other races, right? So... Wouldn't a terrorist be someone that's against terror? Exactly. And that goes into exactly what I've been thinking. Break down words. Look at the words that they're using. Look how words are set up. Because exactly. Wouldn't that mean you're against terror? So why would you? Exactly. Right. Why would you, you know, like to be a terrorist, you're like, exactly. I'm not going to consent to your fucking games. Of course I'm a terrorist. I'm. I want to take you down. <laughs> I'm against your terror against people. <gasps> think about it. That makes sense. Why do you think that they're targeted? Because maybe they really are against terror. Yeah. But it's they to are. a certain... Exactly. They're That's trying to they're take targeted. down the regime. They're trying exactly. to take down the regime. That's why they're... Wow. That makes sense. Right. So, like... You know, like, it's important to, like, like, okay, here's a big one. Okay. So, um, uh, what is it? What's a, fuck me. Um, faithful is a word, right? Mm -hmm. Now, do you know what faithful means? 
Like it's 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 another way to say it, right? To be faithful is to be full of faith. Mm-hmm. You're full of it, right? Like you're full to the like that's right. Just like to be um, uh, what graceful. Mm-hmm. You're full of grace. Mm-hmm. Now. Spelling plays a major role in these words because they're spells, right? Exactly. So, the term grateful is spelled G-A-G-R-A-T-E-F-U-L. And then maybe another L. I'm not 100% sure at the end. But the word great is spelled G-R-E-A-T. So why isn't it spelt grateful, G-R-E-A-T-F-U-L-L, and it would still work out the same? Mm. When you're grading shit, think about that, like what a great is, mm-hmm. right? Like grating cheese, mm-hmm. right? It's, you know, like taking a solid thing and, and slicing it into different fucking things, right? So like. Being grateful doesn't mean shit. Because you're not, what, you're full of great. Mm. Right? But it's not the same great. It's not spelled the same. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Same thing with morning and morning. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. I agree. So, like, you know, like, I always liked the term Grand Risings, but I don't use it because of spiritual Twitter. Those guys can... That whole subsection of human beings are so fucked up. Oh, my God, dude. I just realized something that's so super fucked up. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, 40 minutes from me is an airport. Mm-hmm. I see planes... All the fucking time. Mm-hmm. All the time. And I've been wondering why the skies have been different lately. No fucking planes. Mm. No one's traveling. Exactly, you can't. That's wild, but it's like such peaceful skies. I haven't seen, like, I didn't know why. That's what I'm saying. Like, everything is so much deeper than we think. Like, are we even really supposed to be flying planes? I understand, though, they're this and new invention. Maybe we weren't supposed to invent things that didn't help the whole fucking planet. It only helped. Like, think about it. What if I invent something that just helped me and my family? Fuck you. Fuck your family. Literally. (laughs) Fuck your family. You know what I'm saying? Like, what if it killed everybody else? Or hurts everybody else, but Fuck it helps em. my family. Oh God! Fuck them. Exactly. Who? Oh, who cares? It helps me. So, like, what if, whenever we did invent something new, we thought of how is this gonna affect everybody else, not just me and mine? Like, how's it gonna affect the planet, right. the atmosphere? You know, because if we live in this atmosphere, wouldn't we want to take care of it? Not just put all this pollution into it. Where does the pollution go? Exactly, back into our bodies. 
Come on now. Didn't take a rocket scientist to know that. Right, but like, okay. So at what fucked up degree and level are we allowed to take this? Because like, isn't that still the planet doing it to itself? The pollution? Is that, is that what you're all saying? All of this. All of this all is of the it. planet. Okay. All of this is the planet doing this to itself. That I do agree. Right? I do agree. So That's like, why I feel like everything's a process at the same time. It's a fucked up degree, right? So like we look at the, the plant, we, we look at the airplanes and the pollution, but human beings are of the earth and human beings are being guided by the planet to do this shit. So like, like, imagine if someone was able to create a device that you could put in your idea and it could show the impact that it could make on the planet. Right? We would only do the things that would make an impact on the planet. Mm. But, but eventually we wouldn't do anything. Because we'd be too afraid to not make an impact on the planet. Right? We'd be too afraid to make dents. Yeah. We'd be too afraid to live, too afraid. And, you know, like, no matter what, we we run this fine line of being always in a state of, like, confidence and and, um, distress. Mm. And it's a fine line. Right, like we could drop into distress, distress like instantly, no matter how confident we were. Like, you know, like we're with a girl and like everything is going well, and you know that the night's gonna end well. And all of a sudden, this guy walks up to your girl, gives her a big hug, and says, "I haven't seen you in a long time." Mm. Confidence is shaky now, no matter who the fuck you are. Right. And, like, see, like, doesn't fucking matter, right? Something's going to shake you, something. So, like, it's how we overcome that shit. Right? It's how we react. Mm-hmm. Right? But at the end of the day, it's still the planet exploring itself through multiple different levels and layers. And that's kind of where, like, I throw up my hands because I have no control on anyone else but the life that I live. Mm -hmm. So because of that, like I can't, I can't control anybody else to make decisions. Mm -hmm. Right. So I kind of just have to live my life as best as possible, which means that although I am still part of the planet, I am not the whole planet. Mm -hmm. And I can only do my part. And I think that's got to be good enough. Exactly. And I feel like they have us living fake lives. But I mean, we're not playing a part. If we truly all did what we were supposed to do on this earth, the whole world would be in harmony. Truly. 
we nobody came here to do anything that didn't benefit everybody else. You just don't know what it is you're really supposed to do. Because why? There's so many distractions you can do. So many. Like, I love basketball, but is it a distraction? Yes. Mm-hmm. It's a fucking distraction. Like, I'm sorry, but God did not make you to be a fucking basketball player. I'm not even trying to be like that, but it's true. Like, this is serious. Like, we were literally made to live and build in communities. Like, literally, we were not made to, to oh, be a bodybuilder. Bro, what the fuck? You're fucking taking steroids for what? Literally. Mm-hmm. To impress people? You know what I'm saying? Like, all these things, they're just distractions leading you nowhere. Like... Right, like you know? at at some point you'll have you have enough money in the bank. At some exactly. point you have enough muscle. At some exactly. point you have enough food in the fridge. Exactly. At some point you live in a big enough house. Exactly. Right. At yeah. some point you have enough. You have enough cars, yeah, or anything. It, enough. You know? Enough. Exactly. Right. Like I remember uh, a guy that I used to, a guy that used to work with my mom. Mm-hmm. He used to, as his signature on his email was, I wish you enough. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people didn't quite understand that, but that's basically what it means is that I'm wishing you that you have enough in life. Because you don't need more than enough. Yeah. You have enough. Like, dude, honestly, yeah. right? Like, yeah. Two cars for one person is enough. We're not humble, man. Right. And like, like one car will do. But two vehicles for one person, you don't need a third one. But if you need a third one, it needs to fit under the construct of what enough is. Dude, thank you. Or like, do we really need people that have 30,000? Square foot houses? Well, yes and no. It really depends on their definition of what enough is and what those houses are being used for. If they are basically being unoccupied, then that's just a status symbol and they're not, that's more than enough. Mm-hmm. But let's say that every single room in that house or every single room in a hotel or apartment was being utilized to it's maximum efficiency. Then I would say, yes, there is a reason to have that size of house. Right. So it's based on the principle of enough. Right. Most people who live in those big ass houses live in more than enough. Mm -hmm. Right. Whereas a person like me, if given a house like that, would be able to turn it into enough because I would fill that entire house with shit to do. Mm-hmm. So it's a matter of like how we want to see it, I guess. Does that make sense? But yeah, in general with you, like I'm with you on what you're saying, right? More people saying... live in, in this weird, gross thing of thinking that abundance means having plenty 
Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Yeah, what I, what I was saying is like to get money, it's through their ways. Like so many things we forget is through them. You don't make money. I don't care how you make it. You can be your own boss. They still make more money off of you. Like this is what I'm thinking about today. Like no matter how much money we make, there's a reason the rich always get richer. There's, it's a system. Like they literally always make money on top of your money in every way. Every way. Mm-hmm. Think about it. Think of all the taxes we pay. Where does that money go? Where does all that money go? Billions and billions. Where does that go? Back in their pockets. Right back in their pockets. So while we're sitting here slaving away, they just wake up and do nothing and literally have all the money. So that's what I'm saying that, like, at the end of the day, these people don't deserve what they have. They truly don't. They're, they're low vibrational evil beings. They don't deserve to have this power or to, or to be able to direct people that they know or not going to use this resource, you know, for the good. Like, like somebody like yourself, they wouldn't just help you to get $10 million. Why? Because they know you have a good heart. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, I'm, and that's what I'm telling you, that, like, this system is so rigged. They want selfish people at, to- at the top. They want people that don't care about anybody else except themselves. That's who they... They will gladly help you get to the top if you're selfish, if you're going to help them and, you know, not not help the, the greater good or even even help the planet. They don't want you to have initiatives to pick up a lot of trash and things like that. They don't. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, because that would bring more people to start doing that and bring more people to start doing what? Caring for the planet. What is that going to do? Raise a vibration. And they know that. Or you become a threat. Exactly. Right, and they don't like threats. Because mm-hmm. it changes how they live. Exactly, it changes the paradigm. That's exactly. right. Yeah. Right, so like, I get it. But it doesn't, like... It's always going to come back to this for me, dude. And I don't know how to change it, but I still always will look at it as Planet versus planet. That's the degree that I see it. Right? So, like, it's the planet doing this to the planet. In different forms. Mm -hmm. Like, we don't look at the decay of the forest and go, oh, right? Like, we we, we don't even see how much, like, we just see the, a tree rotting, but we don't quite understand why the tree rotted. But it was the planet that rotted the tree out through various different forms of life. Right? All the bugs, all the insects, all the birds, all the animals that fuck it up. Right? And, like, it's all the same. Right? It's the planet. Mm-hmm. And we're conduits of the planet, having an experience here. But we're still the planet. And so is everything else that is here. 
And it's just the planet exploring itself through different fucking forms. Mm-hmm. So, like, even, even when you say, like, they, I still think, oh, the planet. Right? It's my left hand, gra- or it's my right hand grabbing my left hand and punching me in the face and me saying, stop hitting yourself. Mm-hmm. Is the way that I look at all of this. Right? It's the planet doing this to the planet. Right? It's like, it's me doing it to myself. Right? And I don't know if that's... Do you get it? Yeah, I feel like... I feel like that is true. Like, bro, what's stopping us from just right now building a community? Like, literally. Like... Fear. Think about it. Exactly. Being afraid. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Our own... Right now. Exactly. Our own insecurities get in the way more than anything else on the planet. Mm-hmm. Our belief that we can't do it. Because mm-hmm. it's never been done before. Or mm-hmm. this or that or whatever. Right? That is... You know, that's... It's how we're conditioned. Right? They... Whoever's doing that, you know, like that's the way that it's that's you know, formal education was designed and and pulled off so that people could control you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're taught to think a certain way. It's a fact, my dude. That is a fact. It's it's wild, but human beings don't want to like. Look at it, but it was a bunch of white dudes for the most part mm-hmm. that wanted to control the way people thought because they figured out a bunch of shit. So even the manuals, even everything that we learn in school is only like a small portion of the information that's out there and available of all of those texts and manuals. Like, exactly. I feel like it's everything. It's so much deeper. That's what I was talking about, my boy, about. Think about this. They just tell you vibration and frequency. First off, are those the same word? And second off, what does that really mean? What is a vibration? What you think that it is. We can have two different meanings for vibration and frequency. Mm-hmm. Who's right? Who's right? Who's wrong? Exactly. Everything is what you make out of it. It has mm-hmm. nothing to do with anybody else. It's mm-hmm. what do you think that it is and what do you feel? It's what do you think? Uh, comes down to experience, right? Yeah, exactly. Right? That's what we're talking about? Mm-hmm. Right? Like how you experience vibrations and frequency. Mm-hmm. And then it's also, how do you um, express it? Right? Yeah. Like, how would you explain to me what a vibration is? And how would you be able to explain it in a way that would 
differentiate it from what a frequency is if they're not the same thing, mm-hmm. right? And it's almost like um, two words describing the same thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the way that I look at it, right? Yeah. Is is we look at them as separate things where really it could be the legs and the feet. It could be the heart and the, the lungs of it, its own thing that um, like sight and sound, right? Um, but one of them, like vibrations, if you think about it, vibrations are more sound and um, touch, Whereas um, frequency is more um, like hearing, if you really think about it, and sight. Mm-hmm. Right? So that, you know, like at least starts the adventure down the road of seeing how different those two are. But they're describing the same thing, which is the experience of sound. Exactly. Right? And I think that's important to to look at, too, right? Is, like, um, frequency and, as fucked up as this sounds, frequency maybe and and vibration may be the same thing as saying um, electricity and magnetism. Or saying mother, father, mm-hmm. right? It's, you know, like two characteristics of something, mm-hmm. right? Just like a lot of stuff. Human yeah. beings, human beings are just, you know, I don't even know how to describe it. <laughs> There's something. <laughs> right? We're like stuck. Uh-huh. And like getting slowly unstuck. Like think about this for think about this for instance, okay? There's a belief and they've done scientific studies on it, and I think it actually is to the degree of six seconds that our brain notices before we react to it. Six seconds. And what I think that is, is our third eye sees it before we do. And it basically renders our reality around us. So it sends the information out to our eyes and um, basically, in a sense, we look at it as light coming into our eyes and being decoded but what if it's our third eye getting information sending it through our eyes and creating the reality around us through our eyes I could not agree more fucked up right if you think about it what is really what is real because if this I don't know. I just always think, like, look at dreams. 
really break down like who really breaks down like what is a dream like no like what really is a dream like what happens like you're in a whole different world you talk to people you eat you live you run you fly you do all mm-hmm. these things how is it not really you if you really think about it that really is you like they make you think dreams are like this fairy tale you like that's really you we can do anything like literally mm-hmm. but we just settle i'm telling you we literally settle for a government to govern us we settle for, we settle for that shit we didn't need them they needed us they needed us we didn't we don't we don't need to be governed mm-hmm because there's already universal laws that are governing life. There's already laws. There's already some things set in place. We don't need to govern these. Oh, I'm going to control you and in your, you know, like we don't need that. We don't need that type of energy in this world. Like so many things that we don't need. The planet doesn't need that. The planet is governing so many things that we can't control. Do we we don't know when it's gonna rain? Hmm. You know what I'm saying? The, the the forecast people they don't know how many times have they been wrong about weather because they don't really know. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like they're just guessing. <laughs> Telling me. Oh, dude, I feel you on that. Literally. But they act like, oh, we have the best, we have the best equipment, just to guess. But like, who's to say that this isn't like a Hunger Games type situation? You seen those movies? Yeah, you're saying it like the like dystopia type reality. Like, is that what you're saying? More like inside the stadium. Oh, okay, okay. Where they could change the grids, mm, the sky, okay. all of that shit, right? Like. Just change everything around you. Like, even like the Matrix. The Matrix, they could change the design of the Matrix at any moment that they wanted to. That's and they, they meaning the people on the outside, not the people on the inside. Right? True. There's, there's two big battles going on. And one of them is with um, human beings on this planet. And the other one is what some would really consider to be God. But in order to really understand what I mean, you have to actually accept that this is Oz and where we're from is Kansas. Mm. Meaning that this isn't real. And that there is somebody or a system or a collective that is controlling what we're in and can change it at any moment. And if you want to really consider that, I would say that is God. Mm. Right. But not anything within the system. Mm. It's greater than the system. Exactly. That's God. Mm hmm. So, um, that's how I look at it, is, um, 
who knows, man? Like, you could go to sleep. And you could go to sleep for two to three years. And every day wake up to something different and not know it. And eventually wake up to everything being different without you even fucking realizing it. Dude, I feel like... Like I said, like, I know how deep the technology goes because I've seen inside the CIA lab. I've, I've already told you about this, right? When mm-hmm. I've asked for projected, like, so I know how I know how deep the technology goes. Like, I know the type of technology they have. And it's literally to the extent of, like, I'm not saying they know everything, but they know everything. <laughs> I'm telling you. Like, I'm telling you, like... Like I said, we we can't imagine, like we we literally cannot imagine somebody reading your thoughts that lives on the other side of the world, but they can read your thoughts. Like we can't imagine that that's possible. Mm-hmm. So I feel like ignorance is a big thing that we need to wake up. Like if people knew these technologies were real, and that's another thing. Like that's why the media has to be controlled because they tell you what to talk about. You think once you're talking about remote neuromonitoring, that they can monitor your thought? When have you ever heard that? Never. But you hear all these other things. So, like, it's so many levels of awakening. Like, as a a society, we need to come to terms with that. What am I trying to say? We need to unlearn that what we thought that we knew Mm -hmm. we need to unlearn just like you said the matrix neo had to unlearn everything to learn anything if you think about it he had to he had to accept that everything everything that he knew was a lie exactly 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 big ass shoes and gaps to fill there and see how they can come out with the movie called The Matrix and people are still asleep. Like, if you really, like, come on, bro. It, that's what I'm saying. We're ignorant. They're telling you The Matrix. Yeah, but. Watch the movie. Like, be- nothing's going to be exactly how it is in real life. They're not, they're not going to show you everything, depict everything no. like it is, obviously. But, like, they might give you a, a, a big glimpse of what really is. I mean, yeah, but that's not important. I mean, do you know what the Kardashians are up to at least? Mm. Right? Or like what Kanye has been doing? Or maybe that like, you know, like anything that Drake's been up to? Mm-hmm. Cuz that's like the important stuff. Isn't it? Yeah. Isn't that what we're supposed to fucking give a shit about? Mhm. Right, all of these nobodies mm-hmm. that are that are never gonna help you move. Like period. Yeah. Right. Sure. Did I ever tell you about this chick that like fucking berated me on Twitter because I was coming down hard on Beyonce? Mm, no. Uh, it, was, it was awesome. And I can't remember the whole thing. I wish I had, like, downloaded that thread. It was so good. 
because she was like, how dare you? How dare you um, come down on Beyonce? And I replied back to this lady, basically, like the whole um, theme of it was, there's a better chance that I would do something nice for you than Beyonce doing something nice for you. And But you're painting me as this awful human being when I have not even a percentage of her pull and power in the world. She could feed the whole world, bro. And that's what I'm telling you. They're not going to tell you these things, bro. One person can feed the whole fucking world. That's why I don't. I just don't believe the bullshit. I'm way too woke. Bro. I don't believe. Oh, they don't have enough money. And bro, think about it. If you knew twenty billionaires, bro, you could feed the whole world. What are you talking about? You could change the whole world. Why do we need to be poor anymore? They but could it's give not money. about that. I know, but what I'm saying at the end of the day, at the end of the day, they stay together. So. They want to stay together so we can stay divided. That's right. That's what it's really about. They need to stay in power so we can stay divided. So whenever we can mess up that scale, how they have that going of them being in power, which is we give them power. Like I said, every money, all the money that we make, they always make more off of it. So the longer we think that, oh, we can just make money through Because that's what people think. Oh, we can just make money through their system and be everybody be, be, be millionaires. You can be a millionaire, but you're just making them more money still. You think you're actually making money. They have all the money. I've thought about that too. That's why I don't sure. really care to make money. Because I'm telling you, they make all the fucking money. We don't make any money. I don't care what anybody says. I don't care how much money you make. You, we make nothing compared to the elites. That's right. Nothing. But they make. Uh, think, think, think of it this way, right? It's the game. Life is a game of resources. Exactly. Thank you. That I, I agree. I agree. The more resources you have the longer you'll live. Now, you aren't just your body. You are the idea of you as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the longer your resources can keep the idea of you alive, mm-hmm. think about it, right? Like, mm-hmm. the idea of this dude named Jesus has lived for 2,000 years. Mm-hmm. That's, let's say, so 100 years is two times his lifetime right and now so and then let's fuck now I just lost the math two times his lifetime and then 200 so like that's like 400 Mm -hmm. 400 times this Mm -hmm. motherfucker's lifetime like that's Basically, I think, what is that, 400 times 33, something like that. My math is way off. But you know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. you're catching what I'm saying, right? Like, he lived a very small amount of time. And yet, the resources that surrounded his idea has pushed him that, like, his concepts for 2,000 years. Mm -hmm. It's huge. No millionaire on the planet will be remembered for that long. Mm-hmm. Exactly. 
right? So it's about resources. And that's where human beings are misled. And that's why the elites have distracted human beings with money so that they can collect all the resources. Exactly. Collect all. At the end of the day, what's the biggest resource? If you really think about it, what is the biggest land? Right. In the physical, right? Exactly. Think about it. That business has to be on some type of real estate, some type of land. It has to. It's not going to just be floating. Everything is land. But literally, there's new land. There's new land coming out that is a very fucked up frontier that people are slowly getting to understand. Mm -hmm. And that's online. Mm. There's tons of land. There's tons of space to occupy, right? That you can't occupy physically here. And the other greatest resource that we have that um, people try and occupy is time. Yeah. Right? It's our greatest resource. It's our most expensive resource. And people seem to just throw it away. Mm-hmm. Like, imagine, imagine um, throwing away a $100 bill as if it was nothing. Mm-hmm. That's like an hour of your time. Yeah. Right? Or, like, imagine just throwing three hours of, three to four hours, just throwing it away. the same thing but people but people throw away their time all the time mm-hmm. but they keep that hundred dollar bill in their wallet as a representation of throwing away their time mm-hmm. no I don't know man um I do know this mm-hmm. we did not make the two hour mark but my phone is at eleven percent. Oh, dude! Like I said, um, I'm not doing anything tomorrow. Tomorrow's Saturday, so um, I'll definitely be down to record another podcast. You know, later tonight. That worked perfect for me. Awesome, man. Okay, let's touch base then. All right, sounds good, man. You had a good uh, podcast, and you have a blessed rest of your night.